Who am I? Good day, listeners. Welcome to another podcast for dreamers, achievers, and explorers. Today's episode will focus on it takes relationship for Jesus to be in your boat. Relationship, we all know, applies to every area of our lives. But the dominant part of relationship that we are aware of is a relationship that we could say between a, a boy and a girl or between a man and a woman. And sometimes we, we feel that I have seen you once or twice and therefore you should know me. Uh, for, for a woman, a woman doesn't take that as a relationship. A woman just wants to be able to see you for who you are first and want to understand who you are, what do you carry, what is your vision. And you cannot come to a woman or to a lady and say, oh, I've seen you, you have a very good feature, you are pretty, you are beautiful, and, um, you know, I'd like to have a relationship with you. You don't expect the woman to jump into your boat and just run with you. A woman wants to be able to know that the future is secure. A woman doesn't take a relationship for just having um, a good time. A woman sees an end in a relationship. So when a man comes to a woman to say, I want to have a relationship, the first thing that comes to the woman's mind is, can this person be uh, the one I can live with all through my life? Can this person be the one that can be like a cover for me? Can this person become the one through whom my vision in life can be realized or actualized? Uh, Can this man challenge the depths of me? Can this man push me to to my destiny? Can this man be able to guide me all through my excesses? Uh, contain me, contain me, uh, releases me to fulfill my God-given assignment, uh, will I be able to also be truly a helper to this man? These are all the questions that begins to go through the mind of the woman. And so a woman doesn't just jump into your boat all because, oh, you've seen a church, you've been reading together in the library, you've been seeing each other while riding uh, the bus to walk, or you've been seeing yourself in the, in the, on the train. That doesn't make a woman to jump into your boat. It takes a relationship. And relationship is what we want to talk about here today. Luke chapter 4, verse 38 to 39. Now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made request of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and he left her, and immediately she arose and served them. Luke chapter 5 verses 1 to 3. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, 
that he stood by the lake of Genesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. I always wondered why Jesus chose the boat of Simon Peter. I mean, if I was on the sea that day, so many of us, and only Simon Peter's boat was chosen, I would have a lot of grievance in my heart. I might not have verbalized it, but I would have thought, okay, maybe, which is what we always, we are, we are used to, we say racism, we say nepotism, we say all sorts of ism. But as we go for, for, uh, further, we'll see why this happened. The initial reason I could truly adduce uh, was the fact that he is God and he knows everything. That is what we always say. God knows everything. But again, I realize that Jesus operated as a man here on earth. So that would not be a tenable reason for Jesus to have taken Simon's boat to preach to the people. Standing on these assumptions makes us never take responsibility for our lives. We will always settle for the fact that God is eternal and he does whatever he likes. But the truth of the matter is God is principled and he wants his children to be principled too, thinking through situations of life. There should be more to it than meets the eye on the surface. The second thought that I had was that Simon must have been more diligent in what he was doing. And because of that, it paid off for him on this particular day knowing full well that preparation will always meet with opportunity one day. That too might become a question of luck. And I know there is no such thing as luck in the kingdom of God. Again, Peter might have been diligent because he was washing his nets, but he had no perseverance or the power to stay on. We could say Peter was the type that gives up easily, and even though he might be diligent, Jesus may not use the boat of an impatient person, because that would be contrary to his word. The other thought was Jesus just like the personality of Simon Peter, or his both, was closer to Jesus or cleaner. But these are just assumptions that are not verifiable and therefore cannot be validated. They are just mere postulates. This is sometimes why we say things like, 
The reason the other person is doing well is because they have someone helping them. And we do not have anybody helping us. That is why things are so difficult for us. We must understand that excuses has never, we never provide any form of solution. Excuses makes us to sit down in one inglorious position having a pity party. And nobody ever comes to a pity party. But now, I see the reason why. Simon Peter already had a relationship with Jesus. And that relationship brought Jesus to his house. If they did not have a good relationship, or if their relationship was on the surface level, Jesus would not have come to Peter's house and thereafter eat because Peter's mother-in-law served them. We cannot expect huge investments from any companies, be they venture capitalists, micro or macro finance companies or banks that have no relationship with our company. We can't expect such people to invest, to lend money to our company. We cannot expect Jesus to be in our boat if we do not have a good relationship with him. Neither do we expect to have a, a good relationship with friends, with colleagues, if there is no, we don't, we have not, you know, known ourselves. We don't have a relationship. We should not expect anything from, from each one. Relationship is key to our progress, is key to our growth. Never, never believe the lie that you can do it alone. You need relationship in order to best great things. I hope if you, if you have a relationship that is broken, try and mend it. Also look for relationship that aligns with your goals, that aligns with your future, that propels you, that challenges you. If, a relationship, if you are in a relationship amongst a group of friends and you are the best of them, then you are in the wrong relationship. You must have a relationship that you can benefit from and you can also contribute to. Father, we cannot expect you to pour out your grace upon us when we have no relationship with you. Help us, Lord, to discover the truth and power in fellowship with you. I believe this podcast will help you, energize you to understand that relationship is key. Never you imagine or believe that you can be alone. You can never be a loner. No loner ever makes it great in life. You need relationship. Open your heart. Even if you have been wounded before, even if your heart has been broken because of relationship is normal. You have to understand that a broken heart and a contrite spirit, it says the law will not despise. 
You need a broken heart for God to be able to meet together so that you can become a vessel he can use. As we meet again, please visit my website, uh, paulugobor.com, for more episodes of Who Am I? Until then, stay blessed and God bless you.